0: The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are strictly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. You're
1: listening to Jonesy and Brian. Both you, the crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Bryant.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world famous Jonesy and Brown show. That is Mike Jones. I am John Brown here to talk that Philly sports with you guys. Shout out to everybody who's got a basketball team with nine wins, at least nine wins. Shout out to everybody who has a basketball team with not at least nine wins, who also has a football team with eight wins. You,
1: you really want to start the show this way this, way, this week, JB?
0: Yeah. I, mean, I mean, unless you got a better way to start the
1: show. I'm just saying because you know I've been avoiding the basketball, so you know I've been avoiding the bat
0: But Come talk. on, bro! I, I I get it. All right, I understand. You have Let's been. Let's go! Let's go! I'm
1: good. Let's go! I got All right, something. you time know.
0: Apparently, you got. Apparently, you I... have something on your mind. You have something you would like to get off your chest. So, who am I to stop you? If you got something, I got on your time do it. No, you. Oh, oh. Is that right?
1: Mike so, Jones has
0: time today. Let's let's get into it. Let's have
1: it. What you got? In what 2013, 2014, somewhere there, way back, long time mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. My basketball team told me that they didn't want to be mediocre anymore. Mm -hmm. My basketball team told me they didn't want to be a team that was stuck in NBA purgatory of the first and second rounds. So they were going to go through an extreme process to change those results. Mm -hmm. This is what they told me. Yes, I remember. And then there were some years that were bad. I mean, bad. Very bad. 10 win bad. And I was still a fan of this team because I knew they had a plan. Mm -hmm. Then, at some point, they went from collecting assets to starting to collect talent using those assets, drafting players. Mm -hmm. You draft a center. Then you draft another center. Then you draft another center. Then you draft a guard that's hurt and scared to shoot. Then you draft another guard that's hurt and won't and can't shoot. And then you trade for some guy who you, leaves for nothing. And then you overpay the other guy you trade for. And through all of this, you never get out the second round. Which is exactly what you told me you were putting me through all this stuff for in the first place. Well, so that we could get past this point and be a real contender. You put me through all this, and we still can't get past the second round. But it's okay. Because then you know, all right, we're going to go get James Harden. That was the answer? James Harden? I told you all about James Harden years before he got here. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had then told y'all about business. When he got here, I'm like, you know, this is my team. I'm going to jump on board for the best. I had then told y'all about James Harden. Mm-hmm. Harden left. The Clippers finally got their first win. they were like one and six with them? Something bad. Now we've got a new coach. We got Nick Nurse eyeball record is saying Nick nurse's offensive system is near genius. I love it. But you don't have anybody to run it. You blow people out or if it's a close game down the stretch gets a good team. You're not going to function well. You won one of those against the Celtics because you were up by 16 and they just ran out of time because they want you only won that game by three. They were turning you over and out-executing you down the stretch. They just ran out of time. They let the league get too big. Mm -hmm. Indiana, close in the fourth quarter, lose. Don't execute in the fourth. Celtics, again, get get it fairly close in the fourth quarter. Then they just out-execute you. You need somebody. So at this point, this current version of the roster, they're fun to watch. I'm not even talking about Kelly Oubre i don't have enough information you're not
0: talking about the uh the off the court incident okay because right, i don't
1: because okay. right, i don't even have enough information to talk about what's going on there mm-hmm. but so right now teams i'll admit team's fun to watch but at the end of the day there's still that team that's going to lose in the second round unless we trust mori to make the right moves with the assets that he got from the Harden trade. And I don't know that I trust Mori to make those right moves. I don't know that I trust Mori any more than I trusted either Brian Colangelo, Gary Colangelo. All these guys have history, long histories in the NBA mm. of building teams that are slightly above mediocre, get the playoffs and lose in the first round. Mm. This is these guys' history. This is what these guys do. So I don't know that I trust Mori to do more than that. Mm.
0: Wow. Maybe we should have started with the Eagles. I, I, I don't know, man. I tried the warrior. No, no, man. I I wasn't I wasn't ready. I, w- I wasn't ready for that, man. I'm still looking at a oh well I will put it to you like this. They're nine and three. They're nine and three. Yes. They'll probably win. They're, 40, they're, they're nine and three. And I'm not here. I'm not gonna be the one to sit here, and come on and talk to you. you know what, now they've made me a believer that they can this is the team that's gonna climb to the mountaintop and win it all. However, I will say I am I am enthusiastic enough. To at least take a "we'll see" attitude. Let's see where this goes, and that. And I will say this because before nobody was giving them that. To the say, see, "Hey, see, let's see." To, I agree. Say, there will is see, a "we'll see" element this.
1: element to this. There, so there will see, is a "we'll see"
0: let's see element to this team, and I'm saying
1: that that's an first element first that this team didn't have going into the season. I agree. You brought in a couple first round picks. You're over. You're overly deep with wings now. A lot of them are older. Mm-hmm. You're taller, longer, more athletic on the wings than you have been in previous seasons. You actually are capable of defending perimeter players now, but you need somebody to run or the, the offense so you can execute, get no, late close game. If you can't do that, you can't win.
0: No, i I'm, I I can't argue with you on that. I, I I guess if anything, the problem was before before the Harden move.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You were looking at a team that you knew could not get out the second round, and before the Harden move, there was no clear cut way for this team to get better. This team just was what it was, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that this team has gotten better in the sense that it's not a. It, it's better than a second round team,
1: but it's the. Talk me off the ledge, please. Talk me off the ledge. Get, I don't know if in. I can.
0: I don't know if I can because you sat here and really tried to talk me onto the ledge. <laughs> You really came out of here was <laughs> <It's> like, bruh.
1: <laughs> I Why mean, don't this is how I feel right now.
0: I was sitting in my living room on my couch, enjoying a little adult beverage here. Mm-hmm. Shout, shout out to the unofficial sponsor of today's show. Mm-hmm. Thinking, hey, you know what? Let's see. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. you know it's it, it's like some t- you you know right like, like, I'll, I'll put it to you this way Let, let's jump in the time machine we don't need to go back to we, we don't need to go back to the beginning of the uh of the process let's just go back to last season
1: mm-hmm. you
0: we had we had our boy AG on the show mm-hmm And we talked about what the Sixers needed to do in order to keep Doc Rivers' job. And we said that they needed to
1: to get out the second round.
0: They needed to get out the second round. They needed to beat the Boston Celtics despite the fact that the Celtics were a better team and despite the fact that the the Celtics had home court advantage for that series. Mm -hmm. We said it was a daunting task. Said it was unlikely, and we all to happen, and it seemed unlikely, unlikely to happen. And you know what? For the most part, we were like, hey man, I'm a miss doc. That
1: that oh, was really. our attitude. Plus, we except knew that I, except for when I don't miss him. Six.
0: No, you no. Know, well, <laughs> look, I I didn't mean it like we were like we
1: really. <laughs> oh
0: really, I know. Oh I know. But, yeah, we don't. Yeah, but nonetheless, it was like. We we kind of, we kind of knew what was going to happen, and plus you add to the fact that we had no Embiid for Game One. Mm-hmm. Remember, Embiid sat Game One.
1: Mm-hmm. He won that then, game though.
0: Yeah, we won that game, and then it became and at that point it was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. maybe they can pull it off. May, you know, Embiid's coming back. Harden's, if Harden can continue to play like he played in game one, or at least give you some semblance of that,
1: who knows what so, can happen? Know, maybe it can happen. Game, according to Harden, in game one, he got to be the system. And in game two, he had to be part of the system. Well, so well. that was never going to work.
0: Hey, look, I'm 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 over here trying to be positive about the Sixers. Don't get me on James. Hard- look, I've had too much of this to talk about James Harden being the system. All right, don't talk to me about that <laughs> system. Don't talk to me about that system. You, you, you see, you see what I got on? Right, I'm on my mm-hmm. NWA piece today. I see. Yeah, I, 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 let, let's get it twisted for people who, who are watching this show. I don't care about this team one bit. I'm just on my I'm I'm, I'm MC Ren today. I'm, I'm, just a back back bit of I'm here with a little yeah. bit of attitude. Exactly. That's, that's all I'm doing today. Cause back in the day, it didn't matter. I, I couldn't name one Raider, but I, I had a ton of Raiders gear. Cause I wanted to be like NWA, but nonetheless, man, don't get me on James Harden being a system. You know, he, he's, he's a septic system.
1: <laughs> and that's man. Oh,
0: no, no. Man. He's gone. Good riddance. You know he can he can follow. You know he's gone same way with Ben Simmons. He's gone. Good riddance of both of them.
1: Whatever. Agree. Bottom line. But but Good now you, you need but to now, find but, that piece too. And where are you going to get them? Because I don't know where he's, that guy is available in the league.
0: I I don't know either. Now I I, I honestly don't know.
1: You know I, people I, I, talk about Zach Levine, nice basketball yeah. player, doesn't fill yeah. the need.
0: Yeah, that 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 doesn't. You know. I, that doesn't move the needle for me. I mean, he's a nice at this, basketball at, player. At this, point, at this point in time, uh, at this point in time, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to diminish Zach Levine, but he's a guy to me.
1: No, I think like, like I said, Zach Levine. I think he's a guy who can ball, but the type of, I like, I just laid yeah. out the type of player I want. He,
0: yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. He he's plays. not, he's that's not, the, not the role he plays. This is not a, a knock on Zach Levine. Like I'm no. not calling Zach Levine trash. I'm not calling him garbage. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's a guy to me, as in, he's not somebody who's going to help me win this. He's not going to help. He's not going to help this team. He's not going to be the guy that's going to help this team win a game, or or at least get past where wh- what has held them up all this time over the past year. Zach Levine is not the guy to get them past the second round. Yeah. I I agree with you. This team needs a point guard, even and and maybe not even necessarily a starting point guard. You you see they they get numbers, they get buckets with that first team, but at I, some time down the stretch, you know what? I I I don't mind I I, I don't mind Anthony Melton sitting on a bench in the fourth quarter. If you got yourself I a mean, your point would, guard and Tyrese Maxey the, at, at the two in the fourth quarter, where you, you're not running point your guard,
1: It's probably going to be a, a stretch to try to come by a guy like that starting point guard. Yeah. But if you could get me a Josh out of New York, I'd take him.
0: I'm sorry, say that again?
1: I said I get me a Josh Hart out of New York. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Nick's ain't coming off Josh Hart. i know not. They're redundant at at the point position with him and Brunson. They could use some wing help with the inconsistencies of R.J. Barrett and and others. I'm just saying it could be a tenable deal. I don't know that, especially it being the Knicks, yeah, that the deal is likely to happen. they within the division,
0: uh, within the season. Yeah. Right.
1: That's what, bust the that that type of player. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to be a starting point, but somebody who I could trust and make good decisions would we'll go a long way on this because De- DeAnthony Melton, good defender, can get hot and make some shots sometimes. You putting the ball in his hands to run your offense, Melton? No, Pat Bev. You, you putting the ball in his hands and to run your offense? No, no. We all love Tyrese, but we know what Tyrese does. Yeah, Tyrese and Tyrese gets buckets. He does get buckets, and
0: he's and he's he's played at a he, he has raised his level of play. Do you, you at least agree with that? He has Absolutely. raised his level of play this season. He's a high you, level ball. You you're, you're willing to say that? You feel comfortable saying it? That Tyrese Maxey is a high level ball player. Yeah, this season, he's nice. Okay. He's just a two guard. No, I understand. So okay. So you, you would do? You would take Josh? What about uh let me, another name i have thrown out there? And I, it's kind of been like my 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 crutch name. What about like a uh, uh, Kyle Lowry? I would
1: do it. I would absolutely do it. Limit his feel- minutes, but he's familiar. Mm-hmm. He's familiar with Nurse's system. You know he's a good decision maker. You know he's not a—he's a low turnover guy. Mm-hmm. He'll give you effort defensively. Yeah, you just play him 30, 35 minutes yeah, a game. But that's you, what. But, but to me, that's what I'm saying. Like if you, you bring keep him in to, him to Kyle twenty-five Lowry, minutes a game. It could you bring work. in
0: a Kyle Lowry. He doesn't have to be the starting point guard. I don't believe. I I agree. He is I would rather him be the
1: finishing point guard than a right. starting point guard. Right. Play those I would high rather have him end yeah. of it. End of the when, second when quarter, you, end of the When fourth. you need
0: to, When you need to run your offense and get a bucket. Right. And not necessarily from Kyle Lowry, but somebody who can get Joel Embiid in the right position.
1: Mm-hmm. Someone
0: who can get Tyrese Maxey in the right position. We got all these wing players right now. Somebody who can run your offense and get your players the shots that they need. Because quite frankly, un- unfortunately, that's not Tyrese Maxey yet.
1: Right. He can get his own buckets. Yeah and I will explain something. I know I've said this to you before, but to whoever is listening, you said that's not Tyrese Maxey yet. I've never nope. seen a player who do, who does not have those instincts by his point in develop- their life to develop. Doesn't happen. Not once you've gotten this far. That's just not who Maxey is.
0: No, I understand.
1: The skill set of dribble, pass, and shoot, he'll improve at all of those. But the instinct is the instinct. Mm.
0: I get it. I get it. I understand. I truly, truly understand. Well, let me ask. So, you you admit that Tyrese Maxey is playing at a, at a higher level. You believe he's a yeah. star. Yeah. And and Joel Embiid has been Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I like the way the team is constructed. Mm-hmm. It just has a big hole in the in the in the in the whole plan. The one there's one piece missing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You play against lesser teams, it won't know it won't matter. You'll probably blow them out anyway.
0: Has Joel Embiid missed the game so far this season?
1: Uh not that I remember. No, he's no, been listed he's been listed on the injury report a bunch of times with hip soreness. Mm-hmm. But he's been but playing. He, yeah, he's been
0: playing. Twelve so far. What sixes are nine and three.
1: Mm-hmm. He's, he's played, played 12, twelve games. games. He's, he's played, played 12. twelve games.
0: Twelve games, averaging thirty-two points a game. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he, he's still playing. So far, twelve games into the season, would you say he's still playing at an MVP level?
1: Or at an MVP? I would say necessarily he's the MVP, but he's playing at an yeah, MVP level. MVP
0: level at an MVP level. He's playing mm-hmm. like one of the best players in the league.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay, so you all, you also say. You said on this show, and you said to me personally that you felt like Nick Nurse's offense, the offense that he is running is brilliant. You called it brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant is the word that you use. What makes mm-hmm. it so brilliant? And in your opinion, what's the difference between the way Nick Nurse is running his offense and the way that, and whatever pissed you off about Doc Rivers and what he didn't do? What is Nick Nurse doing that Doc Rivers wasn't doing?
1: All right, so... And I don't want to just sound like I'm bashing Doc Rivers on this one. But is you this can if stuff- you want to. It, but that's not what this is because this is honestly something that a lot of NBA teams and coaches, it's just a basketball philosophy thing mm-hmm. where they run, run like, and you heard me mention this before when we had Anthony Gilbert or where we, cause we you know we try not to delve too deep into the X's and O's where we lose people, uh-huh. but it's not a one 4 offense that Nick nurse is running. It's a most offense, mm-hmm. which means more people touch the ball. There's more movement away from the ball. There's more ball move, like passing of the ball. So it's more of an equal opportunity offense, which makes everyone a threat. It's a, in my opinion, a much more effective offense than just telling the put, telling one guy, you have the ball in your hands, go make plays for people. That's mm-hmm. why it's called a one one guy with the ball making plays for the other four. Or like Kobe's favorite play, the one four flat. Other four y'all are on the other side of the court. Get away from me! I'm going. Mm -hmm. But that's the one four. I I got the ball in my hands. Y'all all all have to play off me. Mm -hmm. If you don't have LeBron James, don't run a one four. No,
0: I I I, I understand. A a lot of
1: coaches, especially point guards, want to run the one four. Because that was the way they wanted to play the game. They wanted to be the guy with the ball in their hands, making plays. Mm-hmm. But it's a much better, much more dangerous system when the ball moves, everyone's a threat. And you have a point guard on the floor who can reset and settle things down when necessary. But ideally the ball's going to move and flow. Which is why you'll see the Sixers beat lesser teams because the ball's moving, bodies are moving. There's a flow to it. But good teams, good defensive teams, close games, mm-hmm. that's where you need a guy to control the offense. But most of the time, it's just going to flow. It, it's a much different system than what, what Doc Rivers was running with a one, like a one dominant ball handler, especially in the Harden years. But the same thing was true in the Ben Simmons years. Mm-hmm. You had one primary ball handler and everything else playing off them and then because that tends to get you into an offense that slows down some and the guy who doesn't get to be the playmaker when he gets the ball he's more likely to hold on to it because it's his turn to do his thing now <laughs> like it, it's counterproductive to winning in my opinion but what Nick Nurse has come in doing it's it's beautiful. We watch a team play good basketball. That so
0: why, why can't you enjoy it, man? Just enjoy it. Let's worry about April and May and June. In April, May and June,
1: but I in November I see them lose to the Celtics without Jalen Brown or Przingis because they can't execute in the fourth quarter of a close game. I see that in November. I see them lose to Indiana. The game ended. Uh-huh. And I text you and Javon Offer. These are the games that make me say the Sixers need a, still need a true point guard. A lot of talent. Nurse's system is brilliant, so they'll win a lot of games. And I'm sure they'll improve at executing close games late. But I trade one of those wings and all of those picks that we got for a point, point guard, point forward, whatever. But we need a point. Like, see that in November. So it's not even a. It's not that we have to, you know, think about the playoffs now. When I look at this team now and I'm evaluating this team now, that's what I see. So, it, like, I, like I said, they play a good style of basketball. They are fun to watch. I don't deny that.
0: Well, I think, honestly, I feel like what this team provides, I I feel like it, it, it provides more of a work-in-progress type attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am pretty sure Daryl Morey didn't make the move to move James Harden just to stop here just to say all right we're good now let's let's go Agre- out and play. I agree completely. But but I, real- I I do I do but what I'm saying let, let let me finish. Let I do understand and acknowledge your point that you know Daryl Morey hasn't necessarily earned our trust to finish this job. Right. However, that's where this is,
1: if it, it, yeah. like if we had Jerry Russ running the show, yeah, I'm in. Let's go. We will get it right. I, tra- mm. I Pat Riley's running the show. Oh, Rawls is gonna make the right move. We're gonna get it done. But All Daryl I'm saying, is right.
0: All Moore, I'm saying I'm like, is right now I don't know. All right, you know what? I I you know what. This is a local train. The 76's bandwagon is a local train. This is not the express. Mm-hmm. Meaning I reserve the right to get off at the very next stop. If I need to. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. You, this is not, you know, you don't have I, to wait to the final destination. I don't have to wait to different. the final
0: destination to get off this train. right now. I'm on the train. You know, okay. these moves got me on the train. Cause right now I'm, I'm, Going into the season, look, I'm always gonna go into the stop. I'm, I was at the stop, mm-hmm. the train was right there in front of me. I'm at the stop, and I've crossed the guardrails. Let's
1: see, like, I'm at the train station, I have a ticket.
0: Yeah, I but got a I, ticket too. Have, we all got a ticket,
1: but I haven't boarded yet. I'm at the train station, I got my ticket in, man. My, my bag is packed. Ooh. I was right there but next to you. But, you and I. But, but like, for How, me, the, uh-huh. here it is. The boarding announcement, when you're at the train station, when they make that announcement, time to board, uh-huh. that announcement, for me, uh-huh. will be whatever Moore does with these assets he just got to complete the team. That's the, board, uh-huh. that's the boarding call. I
0: will put it to you like this. You and I is Jonesy and Brown. Mm-hmm. We decided, you know, when we decided that we were going to get into this podcast thing together, we, we, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. We went to the station together. We bought our tickets together. We got up on the boarding uh, on the boarding platform together. Watched the train come in. And we were both looking at this train like, you know what, man, I, I um, yeah, you, you know what, when it, when the train pulled in, we were like, um, I don't I don't know, um, you know what, uh, I'm thinking no. And then they showed some amenities, they made some changes, they did some things. And I'm like, look, you know what, I think I'm gonna get, I'm gonna think I'm gonna get on this train. Because... This is not an express train. This is a local train. Mm-hmm.
1: You and I, we are on the Broad Street line. I'm, I'm still waiting for them to put the safety report up. I know this train is not about to crash. I, I'm telling. Look, I'm telling you right now, we're on the Broad Street line. We're at but Fern you, Rock. But you know, when you get on the plane on the train, plane, uh-huh. anything, they gotta have uh-huh. safety inspections posted so that you know you're not likely to crash. I don't see those signs. I don't see those safety certificates anywhere. Like, did you pass your inspection or are we about to crash?
0: That's because you're Mr. Astute. You're Mr. Oh, let me wait for the safety instructor. I just got on the train.
1: (laughs) I'm on the train.
0: And at this point, at, at this point, I'm on the train and I've turned around. I'm at the door of the train and I'm turned around looking at you, the guy I came into this station with. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I'm, I'm like, looking at you, know you like,
0: you sure they got brakes on there? They might crash. All I'm saying is, this is a local train. <laughs> the local They're all local can crash trains. Crash too. No, no, what, what I'm saying is... Local trains get crashed. What, what I'm saying is, well, however, <laughs> if I, at the side of a tra- if, if I feel like, if I feel like this train is kind of rickety, we're at Fern Rock, remember, all right? I'm getting off at Ollie. <laughs> all right. I'm getting and I'm not going any further. And it's like, look, you know what? I'm just saying, hope you make it to Aldi safely. <laughs> if I make it, I'm, look, I'm gonna make it to Aldi safely. All right. That's risky to. And, and you know what? If I don't, I got a whole podcast to talk about all my injuries <laughs> and how hurt I am. And I'm gonna make my case. I I, look, bruh. I'm saying I'm not calling this team a championship team, but I like what I'm seeing so far. And Um, to be clear,
1: I am admitting this team is fun to watch, they play an enjoyable style of basketball. Mm -hmm. But for me, the way being like how i feel about basketball being who i am how i watch the game it's hard to separate watching the team and enjoying what they are without also evaluating the limits of what they are and as constructed their limits
0: you you and i look I at like this the potential but the limits You, you and i look at this differently in the sense that we're looking at this team, and we see the same thing when we see this team, mm-hmm. it's not in our view of the team. Right. However, you are leery of getting on the bandwagon because you're like, I like what I see, but some different, you know, some changes need to be made. And I don't and, trust the guys pulling the strings. And I don't, it, and it's like, look, I don't. It's like, what happens when this
1: messes up? You know, yes, I, like I said, if I trusted Maury, I'd feel a lot more about a lot better about it.
0: I feel the same way, and I'm like, look, I reserve the right to get off this train when it messes up. I'm trusting that I will not be when when this train crashes, I'm trusting I'm gonna be I'm gonna be alright. In the sense that I got a medium mm-hmm. to talk about it. I understand, and, and you know, and you know me. I'm not afraid of receipts, so I'll be the one. I'll come right on here and say, "Hey, Daryl Morey, I trusted you, and look what you did with my trust." <laughs> Daryl Morey, I gave you the benefit of the doubt, and what? Look what you did to me! To see uh, that's the that's where I, I will put. That's what I would. I will put my black hat on, and I'll put this Raiders shirt back on, so I could be gangster.
1: And th- that's where I am. I'm tired of giving people the benefit of the doubt. This whole process is all about giving people the benefit of the doubt. You had to give Sam the benefit of the doubt. He had no track, track record as an NBA exec, and he tells you he's coming in and gutting your roster and rebuilding it. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt. But he doesn't get to finish the thing, and Colangelo comes in. And his history says mediocrity, but you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. And then he leaves the job to his son, who was like, what did you really do to earn this job? But you're here now, so I got to give you the benefit of the doubt. And Brett Brown, you have no head coaching experience, but you were a player development, guys, with the Spurs, and they won a lot. So we got to give you the benefit of the doubt. And then Doc Rivers, you did win that one ring. Even though you blew more of the playoff series leads than anybody ever, you got that one ring with three three Hall of Famers and the high IQ points. So uh, we got to give you the benefit. Like, nah, nobody else gets the benefit of the doubt. Ben Simmons comes in like, nah, I ain't shooting no jump shot. But he'll develop it. He'll develop it. He'll figure it out. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Nah, we not doing that no more. Show me something. That's where we are. Like how much I'll got no more doubts to benefits. So no doubt. your benefits package expired.
0: You're not wrong. I'm, I'm just, maybe I'm just a little, you know, look, man, maybe i'm a little trusting maybe you want to call it being naive maybe i'm just naive like that i i got it i'm just like look bro i don't know where it's going but you know what if if Daryl Morey messes this up. I'm gonna come. I'm just gonna use this same microphone that I came on and gave him the benefit of doubt. I'm gonna use it to bury him. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. I will let you lead. I I will let you come on here and tell us all that you told us. So, you know, I'm not. I'm not one to deny you the right to
1: be right. But this isn't even an I told you so type feeling. It's just a I don't trust you feeling. I'm not saying well, he's going to Yes, get it and I don't trust you feeling now, it's but what happens at the end you. of the season? It's not a the g- of the Maury, season when he gets it wrong, you know. when Maury he gets it right, he, which he might get it right, that's the thing. Uh-huh. There's a chance he'll get it right. I'm yeah. not guaranteeing Maury's going to get it wrong. Uh-huh. So it's not an Look, I told you so thing wrong. I'm and, like, "Yo, all Maury's about to mess this up. I just uh, have to wait.
0: You're my man. So if he gets it right, I'm going to allow you to get back on the bandwagon. You're going to sit right next to me. And I'm going to act like you've been here the whole time. They'll be like, who is this Mike Jones dude? Didn't he have doubts? No, Mike Jones had no I mean,
1: doubts. Okay. I'm, I'm watching games. I'm cheering for the team. Yeah. Rosters just needs work, and I don't trust the guy building the roster. Understood. He's doing That guy got to show me something. Understood. All right. So let's switch focus for a little bit.
0: Let's talk to a GM who has seemingly earned your respect and earned your optimism. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, who are going into Monday Night Football against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, see, how confident? How, how confident are you
1: coming back from the bye week? Eight and one. I'm gonna answer Monday that night football. I am gonna answer that question, but you're right. Oh, Mori does need to study <laughs> howie rose's whole career path because there was a point where we felt this way of how I feel about Mori right now there was a point where we all felt that way about Howie rose right. but how he was honest with himself mm-hmm. faced some harsh realities and came back a better man for it yes it's okay to do that Uh-oh. it's okay. Daryl, Mr. Mori, if you're watching this, it's okay. You, you can do things. It doesn't have to be the analytics every time. It doesn't have to be somebody who's going to shoot 10 threes a game all the time. Just get a guy who can play the position. Get me a baller. That's all. Now. You asked me, where's my confidence in the Eagles? Sorry. I, yeah, this, I, I, this I understand. You had to, you had had to make I one last point. This is why I, I had it pent up. We hadn't been taught. I hadn't even been wanting to talk Sixers. It's all been right. pent up. But now, okay. So Eagles are nine and one. Eight and one. Eight and one. My fault. It's all good. Eight and one. Yeah, we're just coming off the bye week. It's easy to
0: think going into every, you know, just
1: assuming we we're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. You know, eight and one Eagles. This is this Kansas City game is a real interesting matchup to me, though. Uh-huh. What would you say is the weakness of the Eagles right now?
0: I would say probably probably their secondary.
1: What do you, What would you say is the weakness of the Chiefs?
0: Uh, downfield weapons,
1: the receiving core, receiving core. So who who gets to take advantage of that? I, I don't.
0: Know. You see what I mean? Yeah. No, no. I, I it, it's, it's, this is a weird one. It right now, currently, the Kansas City Chiefs are the closest thing. To those that that Patriots dynasty that we have, I'm not calling them the Patriots, but what I'm saying is, there were during that during that time when they were perennial Mm -hmm. Super Bowl winners and in it every year, I would say I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady and the Patriots until someone beats them.
1: And I feel like, as you should,
0: yeah. And I think people are people are clamoring to put the Chiefs at that level, whereas it's almost as if the Eagles don't stand a chance. When in actuality, this could be a pretty good game. This seems to be pretty equal.
1: I expect it to actually be a really good game. Yeah. The Chiefs' defense is good. It's actually a really good defense. Yeah. Chiefs play very good defense. And despite our complaints about the Eagles' offense, they score points.
0: Yes.
1: It might not always be as pretty as we want it to be. But over the last couple weeks, their red zone percentage is way up. Mm Mm-hmm. Turnovers, dropping the ball, we got to clean that up. We've been talking about that. It seems like every week this season, got to clean up turnovers and mishandling the ball. But with the red zone having improved on offense, if you could clean up the, the miscues, turnovers, fumbles, interceptions, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. this offense is right where it was last year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Defense, yeah, you know it's a lot of youth on the defense. But here's here's the thing about I was I was looking at this year. Everybody's talking about last year's defense, this that, and, the, and they did blew people up. Last year's defense, there was a stretch of games. Avante Maddox was out. Mm-hmm. Gardner Johnson was out. And we made teams' quarterbacks look like superstars. Guys were going 16, for 18, 17 for 17, career high completion of percentages, all mm-hmm. exposing us in the slot. The exact same thing teams are doing to us this year with Avante Maddox out again. Mm-hmm. And prior to the addition of Kevin Byer, who were thinking the bye week will do a lot of good as far as getting up to speed with the system and bradley Roby a full participant in practice this week of actual functional slot corner it likely to be a much improved defensive effort that you see this week this like this was not a new story for the eagles when that middle name of the defense of secondary slot corner and that safety mm-hmm. last year when they were down, it got bad for the Eagles secondary got when they were down this year, it was bad. Like I was sitting there watching games with guys. They were like, yeah, watch, just watch. They're going to go at the slot. And this motion guy, whoever's guarding the slot, got yep, tight end, watch, slot slot. Yeah. That's what they gonna do. Why even throw to the outsides when you n- just move your mo. Oh, C.D. Lamb, you need some yards. Go play the slot this game. This, this mm. game. whoever, you just move whoever you want to get. Throw the ball to to the slot, and you'll be pretty successful. Talk to me after I see like, Bayard this week with Roby out there. Then we could talk about how the Eagles' secondary looks. But I've seen this story before when they're hurt at the slot corner, it gets it can get. They can get you know, exposed. They can get ugly. They can get
0: they can get exposed. And I think honestly, you see with you see with this Eagles team, uh just how much one hand washes the other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When this front when that front line, when that front seven, when that front four is getting to the quarterback. Those DBs, you know, it, it's 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 a beautiful thing to see.
1: And here's the thing: the Eagles front four this year has a top five in the league pass rush. I, I did. Late. But, but you know, but when, if you can't when, cover receivers and quarterbacks to just get the ball out because they know guys yeah, open.
0: Yeah, but that's just it, and that's kind of been, you know, how quarterbacks have been able to move the ball against the Eagles, mm-hmm. getting that ball out quick. Throwing it to the slot. Throw it to, it the
1: it slot. to the, it's not, to it's the, the slot. Quick, it's not even quick to the outsides a lot. It's the slot and the tight end. They're working the middle of the field,
0: taking advantage of soft coverage. Mm-hmm. Throwing it to the slot, you know, and and letting that open up that downfield pass. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, it's you have to, you know, you have to get to the you have to get to the quarterback. It's all about how. How uncomfortable this but, Eagles team can make Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. The that's, saying, how that's how but, it's got to be. That's what, here's the thing. what has
1: to happen. You're saying, but when we say get to the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes may be the fastest I've ever seen at drop back press process and get the ball out. Mm-hmm. He does that as well or better than anyone I've ever seen play the game. So if you want. The, the defensive front to actually be able to get home on Mahomes, you have to have solid coverage. Mm-hmm. If, if you're playing off where you, your slot is vulnerable, where you know that guy's beat, Mahomes is just going to put the ball on him. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have to be one, two, square. And he'd be off balance, one foot, lean it over and just sling a dot on like, hey, Take that. Like, that's. That's what he does. Yep. So it's it's they're gonna have to work together. Like, yeah, but the D line often wins, but they don't get home because the quarterback already has somebody open. If you get to if you get to me in 2.3 seconds, but the receiver got open in 2.1 seconds, ball's gone. Yep. So so i it really is going to be a lot on the performance of Bayard and Ro- Roby to secure the coverage in the middle of the field, make quarterbacks take that extra .3, .4 mm-hmm. so the sack so they can get home because, you know, the guys just get the ball out quick. The Eagles do have 30 sacks on the year mm-hmm. through nine games, with- really good. It's not quite last year's pace, but you're still on pace to be close to six, what, 55, 60 sacks, which is really good. That would have had you second best in the league last year. So it, it, it's really, a fault to me, about how they're able to shore up that secondary.
0: Yeah. I I, I, I f- I think the secondary is starting to get healthy. hmm You know, Byers got another week. You know, he's gotten a buy. Yes. Let's see how let's see how he, he works into it. Uh yeah, Roby's gonna I'm be back forward. there. Blankenship's a little bit healthier.
1: That's what I'm looking forward to watching. The middle of that defensive secondary with Bayard having time and Roby being healthy. I'm looking to see improved play in the middle of the coverage. If that doesn't happen tomorrow. Ooh. like right now my confidence is still pretty high. Okay. If if they right, well, so so
0: let's 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 put this into perspective here. What is your confidence right now
1: in Daryl Morey? In Daryl Morey? Yeah, confidence? Yeah, like a 4? Four? 4. Like a 4 okay. out of 10? Four.
0: 4. 4 out of 10. Okay, what is your confidence in the Eagles secondary?
1: Right Daryl Morey's right here The four. A healthy Eagles secondary? The Eagles secondary that's going to play on Monday.
0: Okay, we'll call a, them healthy, call him healthy, a hel-
1: whatever. What's playing Monday is a healthy. I, I, I had to clarify because what we saw the last two, three weeks is not what not. we're going to see Monday night. Okay. What we're going to see Monday night, I'd say my confidence in them is about a six and a half, seven. So a healthy. Daryl Morey
0: you spent the first 35 minutes of this show showing you had no confidence in, very little confidence in. He's out of four, mm-hmm. but a healthy Eagles secondary only moves you up two more spots?
1: Two to half, three. All right. There's, a not- There's a reason for that. Bayard's new, Roby's played a half. There's a lot of chemistry yet to be developed. Okay, I can't have my confidence at ten with guys that have never played together.
0: All right, understood. Understood. Let's move over to the other side of the ball. Right now, Patrick Mahomes is he the best quarterback in the league? Yes, yeah.
1: it's not really okay. a question.
0: Not really. Not really a question. Where in that he's top tier. he's in the top tier right now.
1: Yeah, Correct? He's actually okay. he's actually worth being paid like a big big contract.
0: Okay, no, you know, not yeah. arguing
1: that. J- Jalen Hurts,
0: where is he? Not quite, not not quite Mahomes. Doesn't have the full body of work that Mahomes had, but the way he's played this season, had some ups and downs, thrown some interceptions, has struggled at times. Where do you compare him to Patrick Mahomes? I don't.
1: Uh-huh. I, I don't okay. compare him to Patrick Mahomes. They're not really on the same level. It, only guy in in the league I even come close to calling on Mahomes level healthy Joe Burrow. Okay, everybody else is a clear notch below. Okay. I mean, Burrow is a half level below because he doesn't have the athleticism that Mahomes has. Okay. But as far as being able to play from the pocket as a passer, those are the two best in the league at it right now.
0: But if someone was to say, okay, Jalen Hurts, 210 for 305 on the season, 2,347 yards, 15 touchdowns. Eight. 15 touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Patrick Mahomes, 229 for 334. 24 mm-hmm. 17 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 17 touchdowns. Eight interceptions.
1: Mm-hmm. Does that tell you? You want to put some context on that? No. Cause, what, cause- what fun is that? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, because seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. let's do it this way. Put Jalen Hurts in Kansas City's offense with those receivers. All you got is a tight end and using the middle of the field isn't necessarily your strength. Mm -hmm. And your O-line is okay, but it's not great. And you're running back as a seventh-round pick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or put Patrick Mahomes behind this Eagles O-line with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard and all the other th- various pieces that Eagles have. And how do you think that looks? I,
0: I hear you, but I feel like people...
1: People make matter it of fact, seem skip the like, offensive line, just give Pat Mahomes, AJ Brown, and Devontae Smith. And what do you think? Happens? So here, but,
0: but, but my thing is, if if Patrick Mahomes is making up for so much, if Patrick Mahomes is making up for so much, shouldn't that mean the defense, the Eagles' defense should cook on Monday?
1: Theoretically, because- and, and that was that matchup I brought, brought up from the beginning where we talking about the weakness of the Kansas city is there is their receiving core. So they, they're not necessarily in a situation where they're the team that can, even if the Eagles secondary is a little off, they're not the team that should be able to expose them completely because we're talking about guys who there have been miscommunications, whether Mahomes thought they were a different running a different route, or the receiver had it wrong, or there've been drop passes, drop touchdown. Like Mahomes, Mahomes has happened to make up for a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: Whereas AJ Brown, he's catching everything. Devontae Smith, we're mad because he had three drops. Like Patrick Mahomes is throwing the guys who might have had three drops in one game. Mm-hmm. We're at a, a Devontae Smith for three drops all year that we didn't like when when they happened. Got him. Get rid of that bum. Like so, up. it's not. <laughs> but so, Mahomes is putting up those numbers, making it work with less than, much less than what Jalen Hurts is working with to put up those numbers.
0: I mean, I guess I'm like, I'm just trying to to kind of figure out how to look at this game. Whereas if we're going to acknowledge that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is making up for a subpar a
1: receiving, receiving core. Court, absolutely. And a
0: subpar offensive line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the defensive line is our strength. And we have an improved secondary. It's been banged up,
1: but it's mm-hmm. going
0: into this game healthy.
1: And that's where I said it, it for me, it's going to really come down to how our secondary plays. Because if Mahomes, who can get the ball out quick and accurately, is one two bang and got eyes open, the corners aren't making him hold that ball the extra second for the D line to get home, Mahomes can make a bad with average receivers. Because he's one of those guys who can throw receivers open, make receivers look better. He's not the guy who needs a great receiver to make him better. He just needs guys who can catch the ball, and he'll make them look better.
0: I got you. I got you. I I've heard people. Well, I've heard people say about this fan base, the Philly fan base, that. People are looking for revenge from the Super Bowl. I don't believe that because I don't really hear anybody talking about that, that in February. It's, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> you
1: know, like, I'm with you. This I, is I, really, Like, it's it's a it's, a, like it's I've, games I, games for season games, go because it's two first place teams in conference. Uh-huh. So you know, litmus test, measuring stick game, whatever you want,
0: to yeah, call yeah.
1: it. Just kind of see is, where you stack up against the best teams, but. It's
0: a big game in the sense that this is the one of the best, one of the best, if not the best team in the AFC. They're the mm-hmm. defending Super Bowl champions, and mm-hmm. for have the best record, the record ten- of the AFC, yeah.
1: for the tenure so, of their head
0: starting quarterback, we have never beat them.
1: But the I, Eagles, I, I, have- I want to say this though, like I don't want to say because we like the phrase at call the Eagles the best team in the NFL or best team in the NFC because of their record. If we're going to do that, the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. Okay. Nobody else in the AFC is only, has, only has two losses. Got gotcha.
0: Yeah,
1: gotcha. No, no, you. Got you. No,
0: look, man. Two as, best as, teams as
1: someone,
0: in the league. As someone I'm just... who loves to call you out when you're wrong and who lives <laughs> to disagree with you, no, that, that is a very good point. That is I a very good to... point, and I think that – I think that people want to make this in, about revenge for the Super Bowl, but it's not revenge for the Super Bowl. These are very different
1: it's, teams that play. A ver- yeah, in the Super Bowl, both these teams are different. But
0: a win would uh, a win would be great. I would Absolutely. love to see the Eagles come back,
1: uh, come back with a W. So you always want to when you're playing any, you know, you're playing anybody who's top of their conference, top of their division, and you're you know. If, Potential playoff implications, all that. Yeah, you want to go win this game.
0: It's so, what's a your big prediction? Game. What's your prediction for Sunday? Prediction for Sunday. Oh, excuse me, Monday. Prediction for Monday night.
1: Monday night prime time in Kansas City The beat the Bears. game.
0: come on, man. Twenty seven, twenty four. Twenty seven, twenty four. Who? Come on, man. Come on, say it. Chiefs. Twenty seven, twenty four. Chiefs. I agree with you. The Philadelphia Eagles will score 24 points on Monday. But the Kansas City Chiefs are only going to score 20. There you go. 24-20 Philly. That is my prediction. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't care. That is my prediction for that is my prediction for Monday. 24-20 Eagles. Let us know what you think of this podcast. Let us know what you think. You hit us up Facebook, Instagram, or Twix. You know what Twix is. Twitter slash X. At Jonesy and Brown. At BITW Sports. Remember, download this podcast. Wherever you get your podcast from. Hit us up at BITW Sports.com. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy Monday Night Football. Me and Jonesy. I don't know we'll be back next week because next week is Thanksgiving. We'll we'll figure that out. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Uh, and then we'll talk to you guys next week. That's Mike Jones. I'm John Brown. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. We're out, y'all.
1: Peace. This podcast is a production of Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. To subscribe, download, and follow on social media, go to bitwsports.com
0: com You're listening to Jonesy and Brand
1: Brand, Brand.